way. Oh, how can it be? Can it possibly be? Oh, oh, I think it is. I, I think I'm on my podcast. I think I'm on here. I don't know. I'm trying to, trying to make this work. Trying to figure it out. As you know, Rob was the control man. Rob did do everything in terms of the controls, and um, I'm attempting that right now. And I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job. I discovered that there's an equalizer on here and stuff, um, which is interesting. It's going to be confusing. I have two computers on right now. I have a... Ma I don't know if I'm clipping or not. I can't really tell because I can't hear myself. So if there's a volume issue, please forgive me. You know, turn it down a little bit and then maybe um, it'll be better for you. <coughs> I also... This doesn't help that I have a miserable cough either. But um, um, here I am. I'm doing the podcast. Rob's not here. He's gone. He's in Australia. He's far, far away from here. And um, uh, I, I decided to, just to make sure that uh, the our our hosting service Pippa doesn't like drop us because we got free. I don't know if I'm allowed to you know, say I got we got free hosting for life from them because we were one of the originals to be on their platform which was really cool and it says like free for life it still says it there so like I, I believe them but at the same time you know skepticism creeps in and you don't want to you know I figured I, I thought if I um, I didn't upload uh, for a while that it would they would just bump us off because like oh look at these guys they're not even like they're not even active anymore so I do have a, a computer going right now and I know that it's loud you could totally hear it when I stopped talking. I've been studying the mixer here. It's very intimidating. Rob kind of had it in a situation that I think was probably best for the show. But of course I played around. I touched buttons here. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm clipping or not. It says I am on the screen. But then again, it doesn't really register on the, the, the program I'm using. I just hope this works because I'll be really wasting my time. Either way, um, I found out there's an equalizer on here. So I tried to maybe... Um, change a couple things, maybe to make myself sound a little bit better. Um, hopefully that works. I mean, as of right now, um, there are there are people who are have interest uh, to be on the show. You know, I don't want to drop names out there, but there's a whole bunch of people that have uh, approached. <coughs> Again, forgive me. They've approached and they have put their. <clears throat> Hang on, I'll just maybe I'll just mute myself when I have to cough. Okay, that's going to be annoying because you're going to hear a vacuum of no noise. Anyway, whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, I'm not trying to knock this one out of the park, but um, there have been people approaching that want to be on the show. Like I said, I'm not going to name names. And I think that um, just till I could get myself situated down here because it is quite different because when Rob left, he took his laptop with him and uh, just bailed, which, I mean, I guess, I mean, he's, he needs his laptop, right? So I'm, I'm not going to knock him for it. I mean, it's gone. It did have like a lot of uh, important f uh, files on there and stuff. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he could just fax it to me. Because his, um, his whatchamacallit, um, his internet is really, really bad out there. I've been talking to him as much as I can. It's pretty cool. When I leave work, right, um, he uh, wakes up in the morning, which is pretty convenient. 
So I'm, it's because I guess it's, I mean, you know, for him it sucks because he's probably got to go to work and I'm going home. But at the same time, it's like, I'm like, good morning, Rob. And he's like, hey, good morning. And uh, he's a day ahead. So tomorrow's Saturday for him, which I guess is, you know, it's pretty, I mean, for him, it's like, oh, I got to start my weekend earlier. But it's kind of like you got to also end your weekend earlier. So take that, Robert. Um, So he's out there and uh, he didn't tell me to to give a, um, a, uh, message. I didn't expect him to. I did say there would be a period of mourning. So our last podcast was on the November 29th. Um, in the, in the in-between, I got married and stuff, which was really, really cool. And then, uh, pretty crazy story attached to the, um, to the, um, beforehand of that, our matrimony between Ariel and I. I'm actually trying to, I don't want to fuck with this right now, so I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it right now. I'm just going to leave it right now. Hold on, I'm going to take a sip. It's going to be tough when I take sips of beer because there's going to be such a, a silence. It's just for now. I feel I feel like I should be the um, the Kelly Ripa of podcasts and maybe just go bounce around through hosts. I'm obviously a better-looking um, Kelly Ripa. I could bring my Mark Consuelos down here and... Um, <clears throat> And get uh, and get that going. Um, so, where are we gonna where are we gonna leave? Oh, so I wanted to try. There's like some effects that I could use, and I want to maybe send a message to Rob right now. So just give me one second. One second. Hello. 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 Yeah, I would I would hope that if he does listen to this podcast again, um that he hears that and is terrified because I think that it would be his his nightmare that I followed him to Australia and the air horn did too because that was something that he was he was deathly afraid of. So, um let me see. I'm going to hold on. <coughs> I'm fucking struggling here. I really am. Um so got to give you a lay of the land right here. I have a, my shitty laptop in front of me. I'm sitting in Rob's command center chair, which I'm pretty sure would make him mad. <coughs> Really sorry about that. I gotta maybe I'll add a little bit of noise into the cough. That's not too crazy. Um, I'm sitting in his command chair, which would definitely make him a little mad. And I have my shitty laptop in front of me, and I have a, my computer, my old computer, because the great fellows in my bridal party, my groomsmen, bought me a supercomputer that's up in the apartment, and uh, I got my old shitty computer attached to an old shitty HD TV, HD TV here, and. Um, 
you know, whoever whoever gets to come down here and see this mess is going to be really, really fucking entertained by it. Also, I don't have any internet on that computer, so I had to download the software to record the show onto the computer from my laptop. I put it on a fucking USB drive, plugged that shit into the PC, installed it. Now I'm recording, can't upload it. I got to try to download it onto the USB drive again, bring it upstairs to where there's internet, and then upload from there. And um, that's going to be fun. Because I have a pregnant wife that's up there and that's miserable and needs a lot of help, which I'm I'm okay helping her, of course. I mean, you know, having a baby and stuff puts a lot of things into... What the fuck was that? Was that a noise? That was weird. Hello? Anyway, having a baby puts, puts a lot of stuff into perspective. Let me see something here. This is going to be a, a show where we really just experiment a little bit. Can you hear me over here? And can, and what about there? Isn't that weird? Am I all over the place? Am I surrounding you? Oh, I could have done that to Rob, too. That would have been nuts. What's low-cut? Hello? Hello? I've been low-cutted. Okay, maybe I don't like that. So we're going to figure this out together as a show, as, as, as friends. There is beer here. Hold on. Trying to drink. Let me tell you. In the time that I haven't been um, doing the show, my drinking has been cut down significantly. And I guess that may be a good thing. But at the same time, I really miss doing the show. So, you know, no harm, no fa- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it, you, you really shouldn't drink as much as... I was drinking a lot. And I went to the doctor, and he was like, how many how many beers do you have? I'm like, uh... He goes, how many six-packs do you have? I'm like, I have, th- I have three. He has three six-packs a day. And the way he asked was as if it was almost extremely common for people to, to be drinking that much. And it kind of brings me back to um, this whole... This thing that was that that popped up um, on the internet, it's called um, Made in Staten Island, right? I'm gonna bring it up real quick. <laughs> they already got a, a GoFundMe type thing. <clears throat> they made a GoFundMe type thing, right? To um, no, not a GoFundMe. What's the one where they where they um, where they um, sign? They sign um, paper. Uh, it's like Change.org or something. Dot, dot org or something like that. So MTV has ordered a new series called Made in Staten Island from Mob Wives. And uh, the star is Karen Gravano. Okay. Uh, Karen is the daughter of former Gambino family crime underboss Sammy the Bull Gravano. And mother of Made in Staten Island star Karina. So... Uh, I heard from a friend today that the, one of the women, one of the girls, rather, that's on the show, didn't even grow up on Staten Island. She uh, pretty much uh, was uh, born and raised in Arizona under witness protection. So that that kind of like puts a uh, bit of a monkey wrench in your thing, in your thing there. But it's uh, it it follows a young, follows a group of young Staten Island New York hustlers as they work to step out from the shadows of the once mob-driven Staten Island. Okay. What, I mean, the shadows. What are you lost in the green belt or something? May uh, let's see here. Um, these friends will either choose wisely or fall prey to the mistake of past generations. So what are they going to do? Follow them around and watch them extort people at Best Buy? You know what are they going to do? Go up to the guy at Best Buy, and be like, "Listen, these monitors need protection. You're going to have to give us a cut." It ain't going to work. 
It's not going to work at all. So the eight cast members below, this article, by the way, is from therap.com. I just kind of popped this up here, and I figured out. I figured I'd just read it to you guys. The eight cast members are below, where there are also links uh, to their Instagram pages and brief bios. All came courtesy of MTV, and how could we possibly take it away from you? Okay, thanks a lot. Karina uh, has a mafia bloodline and attitude to match. Luckily, she has the guidance of her grandfather, um, Sammy the Bull Gravato. Didn't he rat a whole bunch of people out? And wait, he's on the, is he on the show? Is he, did he get killed? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know much about the mob. I watched The Sopranos. We got Paulie, is a true hustler, always striving for the top. His girlfriend, Karina, has kept him out of the street life. So it sounds like they're struggling to be, uh, better people here. And then we have here... I'm gonna get another beer. We have Kayla. Uh, is the mu- Kayla is the muscle of the crew. She has the reputation of never backing down from a good Staten Island fight. Let me tell you. In my day, I've been in a whole, whole bunch of good, good Staten Island fights. You know, where you're trying to really try to find parking in the mall. Oh man, what a battle that is. Oh, forget about it. Or when you're on the Verrazano Bridge and there's an overturned vehicle in the HOV lane. Oh, what a fucking battle that is. Or when um, it fucking snows. That's war. Get the fuck out of here. This is ridiculous. Okay, then we have Denny. (laughs) Says he... (laughs) This is retarded. (laughs) Sorry about that. Says here, Denny is the godmother... They literally spelled the G-O-D-M-U-T-H-A of the circle. She has thick skin and learned to use her wit to get out of any situation. You know, the more I'm reading about this, I think I actually want to see this fucking show. You know, just to see where they end up. Christine, also known as CP, is a lover and a fighter. He has a big heart and swag that makes all the girls swoon. <laughs> you got to stay away from those swooning Staten Island girls. Taylor is a guy's girl with no tailor- uh, tolerance for attitude or disrespect. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Joe, yeah, you got to have Joe, is the charmer of the South Shore. Well, that is a reputation. <laughs> you garnish yourself that kind of reputation. God help you and your, and your whole family. Um... Sorry if I'm too loud. I'm going to bring it down a little bit here. Um, so that's Joe. He's the charmer of the South Shore. And in addition to Karen Gravato, Gravano, Adam Gonzalez, and Daniel Blaurouge, also executive producers of the series. <coughs> I'm so sorry. <coughs> I got a serious fucking cough. Made in Staten Island premieres Monday, January... Guys, don't miss it. It premieres Monday, January 14th. At 10 Central on MTV. I guess this is a a website from out out west a little bit. You know, it's so funny. Rob moves to Australia, right? And you got to figure people are going to say, hey, where are you from? Right? And he's going to say, I'm from Staten Island. And literally, this show comes out. And that's what people are going to see. They're going to see a bunch of jamoinks, like, running around Staten Island causing habit. I would have rather have watched a, a show... Of people hunting down the Staten Island clown, or or trying to find the Staten Island ninja. 
That would have been much more entertaining. But there's a uh, change.org, right? Change.org made in Staten Island. <clears throat> there is a uh, petition. I signed it because I said that um, I said that it's not right for us, uh, for people to watch people uh, to watch Staten Islanders pass away um, from heroin abuse. Uh, you know, but uh, let me see here. Just real quick, just bear with me. You know, let me just, I'll fucking pause it real quick. I, I'm in control. Okay, I just have to hit unpause. All right, I'm going to do that when I savagely cough, too, because it's really, it's really, really annoying for, uh, probably for you guys to hear me hacking like so much and stuff like that. So, uh, change.org has put out a petition cancel MTV's Made in Staten Island or remove the borough's name from the title. We have 1,000, and it, oh, wow, it's going up as I speak. 1,964 have signed. They want to try to get it to 2,500. This guy wrote a very fucking... uh, You know, all credit to Joseph uh, Maniscalco. The portrayal of Staten Island as a cesspool of gangsters, meatheads, and low lives appears to be the main... To be main and focus of MTV show development in recent years. Launch of this new show, quote, made in Staten Island, is just another iteration of the aforementioned. I love the word aforementioned. Kudos, Joe. It is built on the premise that kids from Staten Island all grow up surrounded by the mafia in their lives. This is far from the truth. If anything... These kids are growing up in an opioid epidemic that is taking the lives of their friends and family. They are suffering the breakdown of traditional family values. Wow. These are real epidemics surrounding our youth. One, one, ones that do not discriminate and impacts all equally. This guy's fucking hitting the nail on the head here. Perhaps MTV should focus on these epidemics and their impact on our youth, rather than show how lucky Karina is to have the guidance of her grandfather, notorious mob murderer turned informant, I knew he was an informant, Sammy the Bull Gravano, a show like this demeans what it is to be from Staten Island, something that should never be encouraged, especially when it is untrue. Staten Island has one of the highest per capita incomes out of the five boroughs, and we also have higher education institutions with very good graduations, graduation rates and excellent public school service by caring teachers. And, uh, furthermore... <coughs> sorry, I call. I was really... Talk, uh, in, <coughs> it comes in fits. Sorry about that. Uh, furthermore, Joe goes on and says, uh, For MTV... Uh, though promoting and glorifying individuals of poor moral character seems to sell more than addressing real issues that kids are dealing with. This is evident by the other series that are active or have been seen on the network, such as Jersey Shore, 16 and Pregnant, and the likes thereof. I am asking that you stand with me and sign this petition to cancel or change the title of the show to protect the reputation of our home. Please share with all via Twitter, Facebook, IG, or whatever social media outlet you use. Thank you, Joseph Maniscalco. I hope you're okay with me reading that, Joe. I mean, it's right there in the it's right out there in the um in the uh, in the ether there. Here's some other uh some other uh comments here. Uh you know, I can't this is a long one. I want to try to maybe try to maybe get a short one here just to give you an idea of the of people's reason. I am proud to sign this, Matthew. Okay, thank you, Susan Green. Um, Don Corleone says Staten Island MTV is like putting a bunch of jerk-offs in a small room and asking each other 
what's another dumbass idea to make money, especially people who aren't related to someone in the mob or someone who worked at a mob, Mem Beer's cousin's store, makes them eligible for this dumbass show. All right? Don Corleone. Marco Aurelio de Donna says, Sick and tired of Staten Island only getting portrayed in a negative matter. It's bullshit and has to stop. You know, people are very upset at this. And I get it. I totally get it. I signed it. I signed it. And I, and I, and I did say something a little off-color. What did I say verbatim? I can't support a show where people will, simple, will simply OD on heroin for people's enjoyment. Sick. Because I was trying to allude to the fact that there is a serious epidemic on Staten Island of people ODing on hard drugs and stuff. And it is the truth of the matter. But, um... <clears throat> you don't have to... I, I, I don't know. I heard the description of the of the people involved, of the of the children that are going to be on the show. And apparently, they, you know, there's a lot of different um, characters and, and uh, mob stuff. So, I might watch it just to, to be mad at it, so. Oh, that's a good one. I got a different, I got an interesting beer here today. I'm going to actually, now I'm going to, I'm going to transition us into the beer review portion of the show. Uh, so, uh, we could, uh, I want to finish this one here and then get another one. And then that way, um, we could do, uh, a real beer review and then I'll probably wrap it up because, uh, either this is going to work or it's not. We'll see what happens, but I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit, I didn't put the... Oh, there we go. Okay. Ooh, that's... That's coming in a, a, a really loud. I don't even know if you could hear me. So, wait a minute. I have to adjust this. Sorry, guys. One-man show here. One-man show. That That's good for the show, right? One more show trying to wake it work here. Okay, so <clears throat> this week. Excuse me. Oh shit, I didn't finish. Hang on. Oh god. The coughing has been really rough on my throat. But uh, we're hanging in there. Alright, so this week I decided to pick a beer that um is probably the most widely available um, craft beer that you could get in the world. Well, maybe not the world, but at least here on the East Coast. And uh, I might get a lot of flack for this one. Uh, people might be upset. People might say, hey, I don't like that beer. I don't like you. But you know what? That overflowed quite a bit. But eh, it's my show. Okay? I'm alone. For now, like I said, I think in the in the new year we're gonna have a, a whole bunch of people gonna be on the show. So this week on Three Beers In, the first uh, show with Rob not in this country, uh, we are doing Samuel Adams Boston Lager. So who would? Why would someone pick that beer? I'll tell you why. Because Sam Adams, whether you like it or not, they're a craft brewery. Okay, plain and simple. They do not brew enough beer in terms of gallons and hundreds of gallons, thousands of gallons, whatever, millions of gallons, to even com- remotely compete with InBev and the big, big companies, okay? However, they're one of the biggest craft beer companies, but they're still <clears throat> independently craft beer. So some people, uh, if you're like me, when you first started drinking uh, the craft beer, 
this is where this is where you got your start. You got your start with a Sam Adams Boston Lager. That was this is like the the one beer that separated itself from all of the other uh, iterations of beer that are available. So this was the uh, this is like an old oldie bagoli right here. So I have it poured in a in the Samuel Adams glass with the etch on the bottom. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what, you know, say what you will about Sam Adams, they were very committed. <coughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> they have always been and still are extremely committed to appreciating beer and I think that's quite special um, that there's there's a, 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 a behemoth in the craft beer uh, industry that to this day um, still uh, can can hold up so uh, they changed the label because oh, I haven't had I haven't had a Sam Adams Boston Lager in maybe a decade honest to God I mean this is a this is the I mean it if you're in my age bracket, you you were kind of like coming up in when you were coming up where um, craft beer started getting commercialized. Before that, it was kind of like local. You know, you knew a guy in the neighborhood, and he he did the beer and stuff and whatever. But this is the first one that really made it out there, and people were like, remember that? Remember that? There was that commercial where they're like, I'll have a Budweiser, I'll have a Miller Light, and like the guy, the young buck, the young gun, the new guy in the company was like, I'll have the same Adams, please. And then everyone was like. And then, like, the old old guy who's got a really good 401k and is like, I got to pass this company on to somebody, looked at that young man and said, I'll have a Sam Adams, too. And then they had beer together, and I'm pretty sure he was he became, like, the, the COO after that and uh, probably made off like a bandit in the uh, housing crisis. But nonetheless, a lot has changed about the Samuel Adams. Uh, the logo is different. Um, the, the label is different. It used to be, like, a cartoony... Uh, Samuel Adams, you know, and uh, he had like a beer mug in his hand. I used to really like the old cartoony uh, labels that were on uh, old old Sam Adams, like old Fezzy Wig Ale was like it was like a little Christmas party on the front of it. It was it was really cute and fun and stuff. Um, has that new Sam Adams symbol with a star with the keyhole in it. Uh, Sam Adams on their side, they have here um, to have it before for the freshest taste. Uh, this one is have before April 2019, which is when my daughter would be here. She's brewing right now. Um, and and there you have it. So I poured it out. Now, <clears throat> I've been having a couple of these. I've been sipping on them. Uh, if, I, if you look at it in the glass, there's a, there's a great carbonation going on because of the etch at the bottom of the glass. Um, it has a very considerable head. And it dissipates fairly quickly, but there is uh, excellent lacing on the glass. And... Uh, it pours a uh, an amberish color, not too too rich. Uh, it's clear, and it's an amber color. And then when you get a nose on it here, I get a little. It's hard to smell right now because I'm a little sick. But I get I get some spice, like a little bit of fruit, and I'm getting like a, a, a almost like a Belgian aroma here, and that's actually kind of surprising to me. Now, now I will say this: since I've had like this is my first craft beer, so I'm not gonna lie. Ever since this, I've had over, well over a hundred, well over 120 different craft beers, and they ranged everywhere from the stouts to the IPAs to the to the crazies. So, so um, I remember when I first had this beer, it was outrageously different than any other beer I've ever had, and now I've had a couple of them. Um, I'm gonna say that the taste. I don't think I don't know if the beer has changed or if my palate has changed. Because um, if you haven't, if you if you're some if you're anything like me, this is your first craft beer, and you've definitely you've definitely strayed away from it, guaranteed. 
I invite you to give it another shot. I invite you to taste it again because it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be different than you remember it. So I'm gonna give it a taste now. So now, now that I've been having a lot of craft beer and different beers for a while, um, I could confirm that the Belgian-y smell is in the flavor too. There's like a Belgian yeast there, but it's not too, too strong. Cause it doesn't really, it doesn't really come forward that aggressively, but it's got a sweet, a sweetness to it. And then a wave of like a bitterness comes in, like a hop bitterness comes in there and it finishes uh, pretty gently with a, with a nice, with a nice malt. So, it, you know, if I was, if, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> if I was, you know, Dom 10 years ago, I would say this beer tastes really, really weird, but now um, I taste it and it's like, you know, there's a, there's a sweet smell to it, like a caramel smell to it. There's a little bit of bread in there and you smell it. And you know, there's like a slight yeast spiciness in the, in the beginning, um, with a sweetness and then it flows out to this bitterness and then it, it and it, and then it fades out pretty, pretty gently, but, um, more malt than hop for sure. Um, I mean, but Dom 10 years ago would be like, this is so bitter. I cannot drink this, you know? So for people who are, are seasoned in drinking craft beers, and you haven't had one of these in a long time, give it another try because it has a really, really nice earthiness to it. It's got pretty good carbonation too. I could drink a lot of these, okay? And it's 5% ABV and the IBUs are 15. I could drink, I could easily drink a six pack of this. You know, this is one, this is a very easy drinking beer. Very, very medium bodied. It's not, it's not too heavy whatsoever. It's so easy to drink and like, such a clean finish and the bitterness is just not it's not overwhelming it really isn't so for me uh now i will rate this fairly in terms of like uh how it stacks up against other craft beers uh, you know 10 being the i actually you know i don't know i gotta try to maybe adjust this system because i've always like done terrible with this it's such a clean beer it's such a clean, tasty beer, and very drinkable. Okay. It's it's like a, it's like a diamond in the rough, so to speak. I mean, I know this beer is ignored. I know people do not go out there and say, "I want to get myself a Boston Lager," but I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna give it a a, a six point nine out of ten. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten because it's just good. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it. I mean. Sometimes, maybe sometimes you're not in the mood for a very high, like a very heavy flavored beer. So, you know, it's got, it's got very good lager qualities to it. I wish the head didn't dissipate too quick, but I mean, like, this is a good, this is like a, a good lager that you could just have a go-to lager because it's, it's got nice, delicious, crisp maltiness to it. There's a, a very slight bitterness of hops because, listen, I mean, like I said, a decade ago, Dom, well, my God, it's so hoppy. What is this, an IPA? Today, Dom, it's got just enough bitterness for me. So, oh, wait, you know, let me, let me, let me read their description. I forgot to do that. I think it's important me for do that because, uh, oh yeah, there's the old logo. <coughs> <coughs> I got such a fucking, oh God, it wants me to enter my birthday. 12, 12, 
12, 12. I'm ha I happen to be very old. I said I'm from 1922. That's definitely... Cookies? Sure. Let me get some cookies. Okay. Uh, cool website. Boston Lager. It's like the fucking number one beer on here. Uh, there it is. Boston Lager. The craft beer that helps start a revolution. And they're damn right. They're damn right. You know what? They should be proud of that. They should be really proud of that. Sam Adams is the... They're, they're the OG, so to speak. You will... I do not want to tell you my location. All right. Hold on. Here we go. Samuel Adams... Boston Lager. Samuel Adams Boston Lager helped lead the American beer revolution, reviving a passion for full-flavored brews. I agree with them. Whether you do or not, I do. Okay, there's like a fucking... Jesus Christ, it's like a testament of like who they are. Can I just... Did you know that Jimmy... Okay. St okay, style, lager. Um, oh, here we go. This is why I like it. It's got nothing but German shit in it. Hollertal hops. Mittelfruh. Uh, Tedenang, Tedenanga, and uh, Noble Hops. So there's nothing but uh, fucking German hops in there. Sam Adams two-row pale malt blend <clears throat> and a caramel malt. There you go. 5% ABV, 30 IBUs. I thought it said 15. Nope, it does say there, 35 IBUs. Smooth finish. It says distinctive ballast spicy hops, slightly sweet roasted malt, and a smooth finish. And they're correct. Uh, it's good with blue cheese, black bean soup, bruschetta, and Cobb salad. Have it with some burgers, some chicken. Have it with burritos. Have it with your chocolates. Have it with everything that you want to have it with. It's delicious. I'm sorry. Come at me, bro. If you don't, if you don't like Boston Lager, okay, maybe you just, maybe you're, you're, you maybe you're hurt from the past because it was such an intense beer for your palate then. But as a craft brew dude, get it. Fucking get it and give it a shot, man. Ooh. I'm gonna finish this one real quick. Okay, you know what? It's an eight. I'm up. To, I'm up. I'm up it to an eight. Oh, it's a burp. Okay. Samuel Adams Boston Lager coming out of Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. The the OG craft beer. Okay. I gave it an eight out of ten because it's fucking delicious. Go out and get it. You can get this shit anywhere. That's the best part. Welcome to Three Beers In. Go back to your roots. Yeah. Yeah. Still waiting to get sued by, by Belvedere. So I could at least um, meet those guys. Because that's, uh, that's the beer review. Uh, <clears throat> the suds part. I really hope you guys could hear me, because this whole time it's been doing these lines, and I don't have speakers for some reason on this television, or maybe I do. I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, either way, what the fuck is that on the bottom? I could change the... Okay, you know what? I'm not going to fuck with it. I'm like... All right. Hang on one second. I got a cough. Uh, I'm breaking down. All right, so... I've been having, I'm drinking, I'm having a good time here, drinking some beers, uh, hanging out with my friends. So, um, it was crazy, because Rob left, right, right after, right after he left, um, the, kind of like right before he left, Froggy has been paying for the, the, the website for a long, long time, 
And um, he kept forgetting. Everyone kept forgetting that he was. Honestly speaking, everyone fucking kept forgetting, and the and the the you know the the website just kept uh, getting paid for, and uh, uh, he would he would remember it um, a couple of like out of nowhere, and then freak out like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and then we would be like, oh shit, all right, give us some time to change it, and then take your name off or whatever. And then we would forget. So it's crazy. He uh. He went ahead and just pulled his card out of the uh, of the website. Basically, pulled our funding because we were. <laughs> it's like we had a grant from the frog. So he pulled our funding, and um, th- the website's down. You go to threebeersin.com, and it's dead. Okay, it actually says, "Hey, are you the owner of this?" So it was very sad, sad time. And then Rob left to go to Australia. So I felt very. Um, I felt dead. You know, I felt uh, dead inside. But this is a fun thing for me to do. I, I mean, it's like my hobby. It's, it's. I really enjoy it, and I think it's a good time. And, and believe it or not, people fucking listen. We have a serious following. I don't know if people stumble upon it, hear an episode here or there too. But I mean, I look at how I listen to podcasts. I'll listen to a podcast, then I won't listen to it for it's like fucking three months, and then I'll go back and listen to it again. You know, it depends on my mood. Sometimes I listen, sometimes I listen, sometimes I listen, sometimes I listen. But you know. People do listen to our show. It, it gives me... I mean, I, I really enjoy it. I, and I have some great plans for the show. So, I had to I had to end up getting my own website. I got a guy who's going to make a website for me. You know, and everything. And um, so, right now, the website's still down. I'm going to upload this, I hope. And uh, I hope it goes up there. But people mainly listen to our to the show uh, through the website. <laughs> right, through the website. People mainly listen to the, throw, uh, to the show through the website. So... Um, the sooner sooner I get that back up and running, the better it's going to be, because um, I can see that the numbers have taken a hit um, from uh, people uh, not able to access the the content. So uh, I had to go. I had to go buy the website. So I bought the website. I got everything coming together. Once that's done, I think I'm going to do one more episode. I'm going to do a year in review. Uh, the 2018 year in review um, after that. I mean, uh, next week. And um, I'm going to have another surprise beer for everybody because I uh, I purchased it today. And uh, I think that 2019 is going to be a lot of fun for uh, for three beers in. Uh, exciting things coming. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up soon. Um, you know, we're going to have we're going to have friends. We're going to have a whole bunch of people on. And uh, I'm going to try to get a phone line. I'm going to try to do a live uh, streaming experience where you could listen to the show live, talk to the, onto the show live, drink with me live, and um, I just really think that would be really, really neat. And then I'll be able to upload the podcast. I'm talking about full on um, just three beers in everywhere. YouTube, Twitch, um, podcasts, three beers in all over the place. And um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a great a great year. And I think that uh, well, let me not do the year in review now because I want to look back on uh, 2018, my 2018, three beers in 2018, um, and then what we hope for for the future. So, with that being said, I really appreciate if you listened. Um, if you know if this it reaches you, it goes out on the podcast and you're able to hear it. Um, you know, you can always email. That's always been an option. So email me if you want. Talk to me if you want. Um, 
And you know what? If you're going to email me, tell me what you were thankful for and happy about in 2018 and what you're looking forward to in 2019. And I'm also going to probably bring back the uh, the beer news and stuff like that. It's going to be a great, great time. We're going to have a nice podcast. It's going to be really, really cool and really, really fun. Go out and get yourself uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager and, and take that trip down memory lane because that's definitely... Shit, I should have did that next week for the Remembering 2018. Whatever. Anyway, hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully this comes out. Hopefully I can upload it. And I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, cheers, everybody.